and welcome to the Friendship News Hour presented to you by Bummer Dude Media. Today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. My name is Frank and his name is Alex. It is. And your name's Daddy now. Hey, Congratulations, my friend. Happy, happy days. It's been too long since I talked to you, man. I got so much to ask you. Do you? Yeah, please. I mean, I, I need you to just take me from the minute she went into labor and I need almost every detail you can give me. Oh, man. That would take the, that honestly would take the whole hour. It was quite an adventurous ride. Was it? That whole weekend, yeah. I won't get to the, all the details, mostly because it's not my entirely my story. But there were, I wouldn't say complications, just there were there were some roadblocks that were painful at times, painful to watch at times, you know, mm-hmm. painful to be around uh, and, and kind of feel helpless. But I, I don't know that, uh, so it, it happened on a Friday night that she needed to go to the hospital and then the kid wasn't born until Sunday. And it'll be hard for me to really grasp the gravity of that weekend, I think for some time to come, because we're still like in the throes of it, right? Like it, there was no break. There was no stop. It was just like big, giant event of a weekend. And then you're talking about the Michigan Penn State game, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Dude, I completely forgot they played. Um, there, there's a very select few people who will understand what it means that the San Diego Padres beat the Dodgers to kick them out of the playoffs on Saturday night. And then my firstborn child was born less than 12 hours later. Mm-hmm. That kind of magic <laughs> doesn't exist very often in, in life, dude. So just the whole, and I, and I know there's like some people who could roll your eyes at that, but to, to be quite honest with you, like it was two of the most significant events in my life happening side right. by side. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was just incredible. Like really, truly, there was just, there's no other way to explain it. I was just riding the wave. I could, I honestly do, I, it would be, it would be a fool's errand to try even put into words what it feels like to be a new dad. It's just, it just is, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was telling somebody that you don't like, like you don't change. Everyone says, oh, your life's going to change when your, your kid's born. And like, that's true to some respect, but it's not that you're changing. To me, it was more like everything that was inside of me to be a dad was already there and it just got activated, right? Like it wasn't like a moment where I made a decision or anything changed. It was just like, oh, now I'm doing this and I'm not even questioning why or what I'm doing. I'm just doing it and I'm being a parent. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. The, the only thing I think like changed to me is like my perception of love. Like I, I love mm. my mom. I love my brother, my wife, like all these people in my life. But like that idea of like unconditional love I don't think I maybe ever felt that. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a weirdo, but I like don't know if I ever like really felt that about anything else in my life until like I had a mini me like in my hands, yeah, and, like a mini us, not even just me, but like us, like uh, something we created and like something that like I'm responsible for, and like all these things hit you, and like I guess I just never had that feeling about any like being in my life. So that was like the only thing that I remember. I felt like mm, changed in me. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I respect that. So uh, you kind of said it earlier, but isn't it like as the dad, because it's obviously so much tougher for the mom, obviously, like no no question, but like sitting there as the dad when she's going through like her labor pains and all these different like stages of like the birth process, like, isn't that like one of the most helpless feelings at times for like us as the guy? Because like, you can't like do it for her, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, you can only be there to support and, and do the best you can to keep her in a good mood, you know? Yeah. Now imagine how she feels when I'm holding my phone like this and just and holding her hand. <laughs> One second, babe. It's two outs. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't like that at all. I promise you. I promise you. I was, I was in tune to what was going on, but I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't, uh, neglecting anything. No, it is, man. 
And I try to put myself in her shoes too. Like when I'm ever in that situation where I know that I'm suffering, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because it's like, it's, it's, it's what I wanted, right? Like, mm. like th this, this isn't like undo suffering. It, it's suffering that that's going to, that we, that we knew was going to come and, and come to pass too. So I'm trying to like, trying to relate that to a situation. And the only thing I could think of when I was watching her do that was being a football player in hell week. Oh, right. Okay. Just like yeah. seeing her go through that mindset where like, I'm sure there was more than one time where she was just like, wanted to tap out and be like, dude, whatever, do whatever you have to do. Make this end. Right. Like, give me the kid, yeah. but make this end. Like, don't, mm -hmm. don't, I don't want any, like, right. So like moments where you want to quit moments, you really have to dig deep and look inside you and be like, all right, like shit, this may go on for some time to come. Like I really need to bear down and like really focus and get into that mindset. So I was trying to put myself in her shoes. Cause I think when you're in that position as, as just a human being in general, you don't want somebody to feel sorry for you. You just sure. want them to, to, to witness, right. You just want them to see, look at like, like, look what I'm doing. Look at, you know, be there for me, be my witness, understand that, that this is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, there, that is a hundred percent true. Like there's a different suck for the, for the significant other on the other side who's not giving birth because right? you're just completely helpless. You have no, you have, you can't, you, you can do anything. Even when they sell you like, Oh, you're doing a great job. Well, I'm not doing anything. Like I'm very comfortable <laughs> right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, so it is, it is, uh, it, it is an interesting phenomenon. Now, was it just you? No. Yeah. And, and her mom too. She was there, which, okay, which so in and of itself, there. that whole phenomenon, that was like a, a different little bonding experience because it was me and her both mm -hmm. in the room, both loving the person giving birth, both will, wishing that we could take some of that on and, and both understanding that we couldn't. Right. So that, that was actually kind of cool to, to share that experience with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It was just me and a doula for, for Sarah. So a little bit of a oh, different wow. dynamic there, but like, yeah, you're yeah. with someone who knows her possibly more like it's her mom. <laughs> she, she was there when, when Jacqueline was born, you know, like exactly. somebody who has known her since the very first second. So I'm sure that comforted Jack a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it yeah. did. I really think it did. Yeah. So then what you guys were in the hospital for a couple of days after that? A couple of days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Born on Sunday morning. Uh, left the hospital Tuesday afternoon. Tell me about Camilo, man. Tell me about the young King. What's He's, he like? Uh, <laughs> what's he like? He eats like a horse. He's a maniac, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> wild, dude. He just, he's never happy until he's completely dead. It's so funny. My dad met him for the first time today. Oh, no. We were feeding him and, and he like fell asleep and I was like picking him up and I'm like, look at this. And I picked up his arm and let it drop and it just like dead weight. Th those are his two stages, dead weight and hungry. So that's, <laughs> that's been, that's been something. Um I don't know, dude. It's hard to, it's hard to say. It's, it's just, it's just a new baby. You know, there's not, there's not like a whole lot. It's the same. I'm sure we're going through the exact same thing that like millions of new parents have gone through, right? Where you're just trying to learn your kid, trying to figure it out, trying to make them comfortable when they're upset, trying to get them enough food, trying to make sure that you're doing the right things with feeding, with breastfeeding, with bathing them, with, you know, doctor's appointments and just, this, that, and the other. And, um, but he's, he's really, he's really sweet, super cute. I mean, if you've seen any pictures, he's like adorable. It's hard, it's hard to say. Cause I'm in the moment, you know what I mean? It's hard for me to like step back and look at it. I my laser focus intent with this child is, is to, is to just learn him, you know, is to study him, mm -hmm. and figure him out and, and, you know, anticipate and be a step ahead. And, and so it's hard for me to like speak eloquently or emotionally about it because I'm, I'm so like invested in the, like the outcome, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he's, uh, he's awesome, man. We're, we're like really stoked. And it's like in a, in a weird way, I don't know. I don't know why it would be weird, but like in a different way, it's brought us together as parents. 
like oh, obviously yeah. the having having a child will bring you closer right because just that event alone but also the you know the sharing of the responsibilities and the both being in the struggle both being the the kids only real advocate because what, what what few people tell you and I, I guess as a parent but until you have a kid you don't realize this that like people are very selfish <laughs> with, with babies right like they love the baby because it's your baby but they want to hold and they want to kiss and i want to see it i want to mm-hmm. spend time with it right and which is great you want that all the time but then on the back end you're like okay Yes, I understand what you want, but like we are the only ones that can understand what he wants, what he needs. And so right. like we're both approaching it from that standpoint. And that that's cool too, because we're like as a team and that's, I don't know, it's, it's all just been really fun. Yeah, who do you think he looks more like? Or what's everyone saying? What are Jacqueline, 100%. Yeah? 100%, yeah. I almost don't see me and him at all. Uh-oh. Which is wild. <laughs> Your shirt is yours though, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep fucking with Jacqueline. I'm like, listen... <laughs> We need to get paternity tests. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm obviously joking. Like I have absolutely no, uh, no doubts at all. But, um, but yeah, dude, she showed me a picture of her as a newborn and him mm-hmm. and they're like twins, dude. It's wild. Dude. Absolutely oh, yeah. wild. Yeah. I, I, I see like uh, every day, like I see different little flashes of just like glimpses. I'm like, oh, you look like for a half second, you look like my brother. You know, like, I just, oh yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It just kind of comes in and out. It goes by so quick, dude. It feels like that shit just happened with, with dubs, man. And he's already like trying, he's pulling himself up on shit and he wants to walk, but it's like, we're on the precipice of that. And it's, it just amazes me that not even a year ago, like, I, you know, all this stuff was all new and going on and it's just, it goes appreciate every second of it, man. That's what I was telling Pat too. Cause it's like, I, oh, just having just that little baby bundle. You're just like holding it. It's small and not moving. It's chilling. It just wants to eat and sleep. Yep. It's like, I miss that now, man. Cause he's going nuts and it's only going to get worse when he walks. But yeah, seeing you guys with the little ones, giving me fucking baby fever again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Back. We're, we're really trying to embrace the sock, man, because you know, the lack of sleep and all that, like getting up, like, dude, there's nothing fun about like being up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a baby trying to feed him when you're like completely exhausted. But at the oh, same yeah. time, like it's all part of it, right? Like that's what it is. And so when you look back, I don't ever want to regret it or like feel like I didn't, you know, like I wasn't present in the moment. Even right. when like he's screaming his head off and like all these intrusive thoughts are coming in, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like you just got to like step back and calm down. Like, all right, it's fine. You know, this right, is all part right. of it. There's nothing wrong. It's just, it's just a baby. Well, and you're also, you went back like to work like pretty quick, right? Like you're not on paternity leave still, are you? Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's all, it's all been very weird. Like, uh, I've made myself available at any given moment for the child, right? If I'm needed mm. right now, I will leave. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of, that's kind of the understanding, but my work is very much like deadline based right. and there's things that like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm irreplaceable that's not true but also at the same time there's things that need my attention that nobody else can do that I, I like that i've invested hours of my time that that may need to be due like during this week so i've had to kind of work around not working yeah um so i'll probably go back fully like the end of this week thursday or friday and then and then next week i'll for sure be 100 back yeah. um but we have some vacation planned for the end of the year uh so w- when it's a little less busy and less deadlines we're gonna be I'll, I'll be taking like three weeks off for the holiday so i'm like really stoked about that we're damn that's relax. huge yeah just yeah i'm just using all my pto and we're going to hawaii and then mm. we're gonna go to her parents for christmas and so we're gonna you know it's just gonna be all, all all really fun so i'm really looking forward to that fuck yeah man we're so happy for you. i can't wait to meet that little bugger 
Yeah, dude. And it's like wild. He was like cute immediately. Like, you know how some babies like need some time to catch up to their, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to them being cute. No, dude. Like right out of the womb within an hour of being born, when he got his color, he was just like the most adorable little bit. Like, I don't want to try to brag, you know, but like <laughs> my kid's really cute. <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of babies look like aliens, I feel like when they come out, man. Oh yeah. This guy did for <laughs> like, sure. Oh, like, it, like within the first hour, I was like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like you, like you look like a little, like, yeah, like a little alien, just like squirming wrinkles yeah. blue in the face like oh. and you see a lot of people's newborn pics and you're like oh yeah it's so cute yeah but no he definitely is yeah man <laughs> i credit jacqueline 100 on that he can take her athletic prowess he can take her he can even take her golf swing he'll probably do better off so your kid's coming up on a year no yeah man he's coming up on a year he's uh a boss of the applesauce man i Nothing too crazy yet, but he's like starting to talk a little bit. He like just blabbering constantly about nothing. Dada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dada, mama. Not quite in context. Like he'll look at me and say dada, but like mm. if you say like where's dada, like he doesn't. I don't know. It, it, it's it's coming together, coming together. But so I and we apologize. I apologize to all the listeners last week. I, I wanted to try to get a show together, but Frank had had his son that was just born. I had a death in the family, so we just couldn't. Make it happen, but we're back and better than ever, I would say. That's the only thing that will stop the show. Really, truly, the only thing that will stop that show. Book ended life events, man. I, I can't remember <laughs> last time we true. took a week off. Yeah, for real. Did a lot happen? I don't even know. You know what? I think it's, I think it's, uh, we, we preach it all the time. If you, if you turn the news off for like three weeks, you're not going to miss anything big. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that was true of, of, of the present, of right now. Uh, there's a few things that happened, a few things that flew under the radar, nothing, uh, splashy. Kanye keeps running his mouth and, um, dude. and he just lost his entire business. Mm-hmm. Yikes. We, I, yeah. I sat here and I called him, uh, what did I say he was necessary? Something like that. Yeah. Something about like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. And then like two days later, he was like, I want to go death con three on all the Jews yeah. and the Jews run everything. And it's like, ah, <sighs> I, you know, I was just talking to Mike about it today, and I'm like, at first, I think he was trying to ma- actually make a point, and I think he like mm-hmm. he had a point to make. I knew um, you understood it the same way as I did there. Yeah. Well, and then all the news places, they like chop up what he's saying, and like they create this like, narrative that makes him look even worse than what he was actually doing. Yeah, but then he didn't stop. <laughs> that's then then yeah. So that's what I was saying to Mike. I'm like, there, I was good with it, and now now I feel like he's just like out of control, spinning. Definitely got to be off his medicine, man. But I feel like he's just like, fuck you, burn it all down or something. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's trying to do, man. He's got to know that's going to destroy his career. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think so. I, I think he was trying to make a minor point that talking about the Jews running everything is what's getting him canceled, right? Because he's mm-hmm. talked a lot of crazy shit and it's, it happens to be that this one thing is taking him down and he's losing all his business, right? And it probably could have been anything else. It just so happens that it's this one thing and he didn't. I mean, he's not one to, to apologize, but like he got invites from like the Los Angeles, uh, uh, Holocaust museum and a couple other like significant culturally Jewish landmarks of the nation to come and visit and be like, Hey, we're not trying to like villainize. We don't like what you said. And we think it's really dangerous and we, yeah. and we, we condemn it. But also we're trying to extend a hand, come, come break bread with us. Come talk with us, see how you might be wrong. And he, and he rejected all that. I think it would have been a really good move for him to be like, Hey, I was trying to make a point. I don't hate these people. I'm not against these people. And then, you know, you have like, like Farrakhan, who is like notoriously 
anti-Semitic coming to his aid. It's not great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Like it, it just seems like a weird. It seems like a weird uh, uh, hell to die on. And does it not make his point a little bit in what has happened to him? Like, do you think that is? I mean, obviously he's spewing hate speech for sure, but also like he's blacklisted from everything. He's lost all his businesses. He's he's lost his. Hollywood uh, like talent agency people that that set up probably most of the shit he does for him like yeah for sure it does prove he got kicked out of Chase Bank it's like I I guess I just question is is it because like people that are happen to be Jewish run all of those things you know and in a way like trying to curb him or fuck with him and and one one called out on it like they kind of just vilified him and then obviously yeah okay so ran with it even if that was true even if that was true and and, you know. Look, you, you draw a fine line when you're talking about these kind of things, right? But but it's it's not a stereotype. It's it's reality that there are a overwhelming. How do I want to phrase this? There's <laughs> a large population re- related to like how big of a population they are in general, to how much they own and 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 how much they control. I mean, like it's not it's not a question that like there's a lot of Jewish people in power in very influential places, right? And that's not an it's not a bad thing. But if you're Kanye West and you're, you're saying a whole lot of like conspiracy stuff and you're like, you know, you're, you're really pushing like an, like a, a, a crazy narrative against people who do have this power. Yeah. Like, couldn't you expect some huge backlash? But it's like, dude, if you're going to, if you're going to like directly offend us and go after us and attack us, cause it's what it is. It's an attack, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you can't talk about anybody like that without it being thought of as an attack. Even if you're trying to make a point, well, great. They're trying to make a point too. You can't fuck with us. But the way and he does it, he's making a point in a hostile fashion, which is attack. you know, that's, that's why it's perceived as and is an attack. Well, and, and here's what I'll say about Kanye West to, to end this. He is a, he's a, even after all this, right? Like if you can look at this in a vacuum and say it's bad and you can look at his recent career or his recent you know, public statements of like, yeah, this guy's off his rocker. Uh, that, that, that statement's false. I still believe categorically false. I think it's a very misunderstood man. He did a podcast with Lex Friedman recently, and it gives such a good insight into who he is. Cause Lex Friedman is, is one of the best people to bringing peace to a, to a controversial issue or controversial person, right? He has, he has absolutely no agenda. He just wants to find a common ground, find peace, find out who this person is. He did a podcast with Lex Friedman. I, I recommend if anybody's interested in Kanye West and who he is and why he might be doing the things that he's doing, check it out. And, and at the very least, just get an understanding, right? So you so, so he's not, uh, he's not remembered in vain. I, I, I would hate, I would hate for him to go down as his lasting legacy being, you know, being canceled for being a bigot. Cause that's not who he is. Yeah. I still don't, I just don't believe that. And, and he's had his, I mean, this is maybe his lowest point as far as his outbreaks and, and, and like episodes have gone, but like my hope is that it's like rock bottom and, and like, cause he can't be on medication right now, dude, if he's doing all this, like I, I common sense would take over and he would shut the fuck up. So like there's, it's, there's like a mental health something going on here. So like, hopefully is it's, it? it's an opportunity. I it might just be ego, I don't, bro. I don't know, man. I expect so? to be ego. Absolutely. Uh, I don't, but, I don't uh, buy this, this, I don't buy this bipolar bullshit, dude. No way. Look, this is a man who is as free as any other man, right? He's free to make these fuck ups. He's free to do these things. He's free to do all of this. Cause he, at the end of the day, he's Kanye West. He's been down before and rebuilt himself. Why can't he do it again? He has the freedom to, to say whatever he wants and to fuck up and have this happen. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying he should do it. I'm, I think he should, absolutely should apologize and admit that he he was completely out of line saying the things that he was saying but i'm not gonna buy this 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 narrative that he's crazy or that he's off his pills or anything like that no 
this man is as free as any person has ever been. And I, I still, I still respect that about him. And, and you know, you, 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 you should be able to be free and do this for sure. But when you listen to him talk, like on the Freeman podcast, when he was on with Joe Rogan, like when he's on drink champs, like the dude can't get through like a thought without like jumping to something else, then jumping to something else. like he has something to him that is, is a genius, but he is great. Like he's the famous for saying that name a genius. It's not crazy. Like there, when you listen to the guy talk, he's making great points and you can tell he's not a dumb individual. He's smart, but like the way, the way he is, is crazy. It, it's sporadic and chaos. It's chaos. You know what I mean? So like when that goes unchecked and gets fueled by rage and anything else, like it could very well be bipolar. A lot of people say he has been diagnosed bipolar. Like that, that plays in that. That's a, could be a huge part of something like this. And what would make throw gas on that fire? Understood. Understood. But to say that he's off his meds to me is to just excuse all that he is as, as some, as something that isn't true or, or isn't, or, or isn't authentic or real. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I, yeah. th- th- this, this man is not a product of, of a, of a chemical imbalance, right? Like right, he's not the sum total of a chemical imbalance, even if that chemical balance exists in his body, right? That's not, that's right. not who he is. And, and, and and I'd like to say that, then you would be like, well, maybe he wouldn't be making anti-Semitic remarks if he was on his medication. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. There's no medication for being anti-Semitic. You know, like this guy, this guy. Yeah, probably it would bring the filter down, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It would introduce a filter, um, or he'd be more willing to listen to his publicists like, Kanye, shut the fuck up, please. Yeah, <laughs> Stop. Yeah, he, like, he, Kanye lost yeah. his lawyers over this. He, he, it, 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 half of me with Adidas, I wonder if he was like doing it on purpose to just completely sever ties with everything. Because he wanted to get out of Balenciaga, he wanted to get out of Gap, he wanted to get out mm-hmm. of all these contracts with these people that he said were stifling him. So to me, I'm like, is he doing this purposefully almost? Like the, me thinking of Kanye as a genius, I'm like, is he doing all this shit on purpose to break away and get out of all this shit? But it's like them cutting ties with him, so he he's not getting sued for leaving these places, but now he can go and yeah. start Yeezy in America mm-hmm. like he wanted to and manufacture it all here and start these farms and the schools and, and all this shit and... He's completely by himself. Sway had the answers, as he said. <laughs> I don't know, man. That'd be a, that'd be a magnificent thing to manufacture. Uh, <sighs> but but I I think that you uh, I think you're you're like finding some some uh, lemonade out of lemons there for, <laughs> for him. I don't I don't get. I, I think he's I think he's an incredibly intelligent man. I, I don't give him that much credit. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's Kanye West. You know, he's a, he's yeah. a, he's an important figure, and he st- and he still holds uh, a lot of influence. Regardless, uh, I think the biggest thing that happened since since we last spoke is that last Thursday, uh, the CDC's advisory committee on vaccines voted unanimously 15 to zero to add the COVID-19 vaccine to the country's childhood immunization schedule. Matranga sent me this, dude. It blew my fucking mind when I read the article. So this schedule of vaccines, which includes the vaccines for measles, mumps, and rubella, tetanus, uh, diphtheria, pertosis, and inactivated polio... Right. Those are the list of vaccines that are on the uh, childhood immunization schedule. Do you know the difference between those vaccines and the COVID-19 vaccine? I don't. Go ahead and tell me. Those vaccines that are on the the immunization schedule before last Thursday prevent transmission of the disease that they're they're vaccinating. Mm. That is the difference. (laughs) All of those vaccines prevent transmission of these diseases. COVID-19 does not do so. How do we know? Today, the New York Supreme Court reinstated all fired unvaccinated employees, ordered back pay, and says the state violated rights, acted arbitrarily, and carpitiously? Carpitiously. That's a good word. Um, (laughs) 
notes, being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19. So all these workers in New York that got fired because they didn't get vaccinated now must be reinstated in by their by their previous employer and provided back pay. Oh, so sweet. I'm so happy that that's going on. So uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Vinay Prasad who um, was published by Barry Weiss's Substack who wrote an article about what the CDC just did. Uh, and he kind of goes through the bullet points of, of what's going on, right? Now, the first thing is that uh, parents are frustrated with this guidance, as you might be, right? There are some 5 million children mm. unvaccinated. In the, in, the, in the United States. And and so now the question is going to be, if that's part of the immunization schedule, like all the other vaccines, is it going to be mandatory for kids to go to school? Which is a huge question, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Your kid's not vaccinated, is he? No, I didn't get him like a separate shot, but I think through Sarah being vaccinated when she had him. Okay. While she right. incubated him, he, he had like a somewhat more of an immunity uh, built yeah. up is what they're saying. I, I don't know. Uh, but no, we didn't like get him poked for that. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And we, I mean, we obviously had the conversation about it, um, uh, you know, about, about whether or not that's something that we wanted to do. And I, I think the stance that we, that we took is that, you know, there is the, the, as low of a risk as there is for children to, to get seriously, uh, sick from this disease. And, uh, there is somewhat of, of a chance for, uh, an adverse reaction than addition by subtraction. Is kind of the way we saw it, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't do much in the way of preventing or 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 lowering the risk of of our, our you know our kid getting this disease, but it does increase the risk of some adverse effect if we do give him the vaccine. You know which which way are you going to take? Um, and he's still very young, right? So so that's yeah. And look at the data. Like, how many kids have we really heard about that have died from COVID? Like, it's 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 all people that mostly. I think like almost like 80 plus percent of the deaths have been people that are either morbidly obese or old. Yeah. The, the, the risk, the risk for severe disease is, is extremely low. Um, the CDC, the same people who have made this mandatory estimates that 86% of American children have had COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're already inoculated from just having the disease. This is also out of step with pure nations. Right. Um, for example, Denmark has ceased to offer vaccination in uh, healthy kids under the age of 18, uh, and it only does so when deemed medically necessary. In Sweden, they've abandoned all the recommendations for vaccinating healthy children. By doing this, and by saying this is part of the schedule, this is things that you have to do, then you're going to get less willing people to do it. Right. And so you're going to have more of the more of a more of a reason for parents to be defiant in this. And that means that because you've grouped it with all of these vaccines that actually do what they say they're going to do, then you're going to get parents who are less likely to vaccinate their children with things that they need to vaccinate them with. Right. Right. Because you're lumping it in with these other things. Do you remember, and we've talked about this, man, we have beat this horse so dead about the vaccine on the show, but we talked about when there was anti-vaxxers before COVID-19. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. Parents who thought that getting their kids these vaccines would get their children autism or some sort yeah. of adverse effect or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people went out and in mass said, no, <laughs> this is wrong. You need to vaccinate your children. We're seeing cases of measles pop up. We're seeing cases of polio pop up for the first time in 60 years. Vaccinate your children. You guys are ridiculous. And 
you group the COVID-19 vaccine with all these others and, and you're just going to get uh, a, bun a bunch of parents. Who are like, well, fucking why, why would I need it? If, if, I, if I don't believe uh, I need the COVID-19 vaccine, why do I need all these other ones that you're grouping them in with? I, I, I yeah. can't wrap my head around the, the decision making here. It blows my mind. And well, and the wildest thing to me too, that I, that what made me think about when I heard this is like, so like you said, all these other vaccines, they, they stop it. They, they eliminate the spread of the disease. COVID doesn't do that. But the rest of these, the reason that they do that is because these are vaccines that have been tried and true through the years and were in place for a long time before they're added to any kind of list where they're required. And it's like, all of a sudden, we're going to take a vaccine that was first made, what, two years ago? You know, mm. and it's still always changing year to year. Like, I'm hearing it's going to be like mm. the flu shot. You're going to have to get it every year. It always changes. Like, but if it's not actually stopping it, like, you know what I'm saying? Why are we rushing to put it onto a list that is a required thing that all kids have to take. Like it, it doesn't make sense. We, you need more time. We need to see, you know, what look into more of these adverse effects more and, and, and all of this stuff just, just, and, and get the vaccine to a point where it actually maybe will stop COVID. And, and then you can, we can have this discussion, but to see it get past 15 to zero, like there wasn't one person on that board that there wasn't had one person a single reservation, up. you know, it's like, it just doesn't, that feels greasy to me, bro. Very greasy, especially when this is a Pfizer executive. They they admit that that they didn't uh, test the vaccine for prevent, preventing transmission, which is what mm. was man it was mandated on those grounds. Like I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, to me, I, just the the lack of awareness it, it baffles the mind. And these are our leaders. These are the people who we turn to for advice. This is the CDC for Christ's sake. They're, all they're doing is destroying their credibility right in front of our eyes yeah probably because they're somewhat run by or in some way controlled by huge medical corporations you know what i'm saying like pfizer can do kind of whatever the fuck they want like weren't they pushing when all this covid shit came out that they wouldn't have to release any results or of any tests or anything for like 30 years yeah. yes like they weren't going to be held liable for anything like that's in, that that's not how science should be practiced it should be practiced with like a healthy you know skepticism you know, you want to make it better, but like you, when you're distributing a fucking <laughs> vaccine to the, hopefully the whole population of the country, if, if that's your end goal, you'd think that'd be very well tested and there would be precautions in place for like, hey, don't fuck this up. Because if you do, <laughs> like Pfizer is going to be fucked, fucked. And then I feel like they'd be much tighter in their restrictions of how to develop this. And it, it could re really, you know, result into... A healthier vaccine if that's you know so you know who i think that's really what they gave a fuck about ultimately is to blame here um al gore yeah well he's he's one of them uh, you and i man <laughs> us we yeah the the, the collective mm -hmm. we we allowed this to happen we were so scared and we 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 didn't want to look into anything we didn't want to verify anything we wanted decisions made for us because you know let's face it man before any of this happened, what was the reason for any of us to look into any of these things, right? We got mm -hmm. soft. We got really, really soft. And we allowed, uh, f you know, our, our fear to be, uh, you know, to drive all of this. I mean, if we're not, if we're not terrified, then does it drive the, the subsidies for Pfizer and for these companies that, created this vaccine not only fear like i think it was also during that time like they preyed on 
our want to get out of the house or get back to work. You know what I mean? Like it, it was, it was at a point where I feel like I got the vaccine so I wouldn't have to wear a mask everywhere I fucking went. Cause that's what it took, right? You know what I it mean? It took the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. It took the right. vaccine for us to be like, Oh yeah, you can go to a sporting event as long as you're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Well, why, why do I need mm -hmm. to be vaccinated? Because why Joe Biden? Because if you get the vaccine, you don't transmit the disease. That's what he said. He said that to everybody. Mm -hmm. Bold faced lie to all of us. Haven't re redacted it since. Take it a step further. He, he's, his CDC has mandated that children uh, need to, to put this in the schedule of vaccines. I don't know, man. It's clown world. I think it's time for, for people to, to really hold these assholes accountable. I, I feel like there's a special place in hell for people who talk so unseriously about matters so serious. Yeah. And, and, yeah. you know, it just, and, and there's, there's the whole reason for us to talk about this, the whole reason for us to bring this up in a, in a public platform and discuss these issues is, is, is so that anybody who's listening right now might latch on and be like, holy shit, you know, if there ever was a time, mm -hmm. this is it to get involved, to get, to, to start, you know, uh, uh digging deeper and looking up some alternative, uh, uh, areas of information where you might be able to find something like this and, have a healthy dose of skepticism. Don't let people make decisions for you, man. This is how all this shit starts. Um, are you a McRib guy? Ah, oh, man. I used to be. No, no longer am I. Well, let's see. No longer. Let's see how this but... sausage is made, shall we? <laughs> oh, no, no. Mmm. <laughs> Good old meat bricks. Do you hear how hard it is when it hits the ground? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I love how they press the meat to make it look like rib. <laughs> oh my god. Looks like chicken. Mmm. Yeah, let's lather some of that on there. Mmm. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a big seller, the McRib. He's got, he's got his hands on Oh, yeah, yeah it is. Jesus. That is just... That's America. In one picture. Yep. I love the, um, the same color plastic trays. Yeah. It, isn't it kind of cool to see, like, the... My, the... The GoPro, like of your fast food getting made though like that's actually it's kind of like fun to watch like the assembly line of it all i don't yeah, know you never you never know what's so sad is their food quality has improved so much mm -hmm. over the last like 10 years and it still looks disgusting so what was the mcrib when it came out man seriously do you know do you know um when they decide that the mcrib is back is it when the scraps from their butchers just like overfloweth and they're like all right we can just throw this through a meat processor yeah, it's, it's when pork supply is is high really yeah and and, uh, and so they can buy it on the cheap and so they make a bunch of mcribs wow yeah makes what, sense what we're putting in our bodies oh goodness dude I, i'm not gonna lie I, watching that i'm like i literally last week got a quarter pounder with cheese bacon quarter pounder with cheese oh. and it was so good oh it was so good dude okay. their quarter pounder burger is on another level i you, swear to god you know uh michael texted me that uh, some months ago Maybe it was it's about a quarter sandwich, pounder dude. or about a Big Mac or something. I haven't had a sandwich from McDonald's in forever, dude. Forever. If I'm going to McDonald's, it's because I want a uh, 
Um, Shamrock Shake? Nope. Uh, breakfast. McChicken? Breakfast? McGriddle? Yes. A McGriddle? Yeah, there you go. Or like a pie or mm. uh, some soft serve. That's McDonald's for me. I don't okay. eat their sandwiches. If you're ever in the mood for a cheeseburger, because I, I, I was preaching it to Mike for a while, man. Like it, it's a good cheeseburger, right? and it's it's like an eight dollar cheeseburger, so it's like expensive for a McDonald's, but it's probably how you know it's like actual food. Yeah, but I'm I'm a big fan, big fan. Yeah, okay. uh, real quick, while we're on Biden, did you see what what he said uh, when he got interviewed, kind of talking about like running again in the future? <laughs> Dude, it's just ridiculous here. Um, here, let me play it for you. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16. They're I've already gone in for yet, and a lot more grass. Another 20 or so. so I'm gonna be going to be I don't know what the <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the uh, Daily Wire that chopped that together so elegantly. But oh god, clown show. <laughs> Absolute clown show. Oh, it is. It definitely is. Did you see? Okay, I saw conspiracy theory. This is this. I just ate this shit up this week. There was a conspiracy mm. that January 6th was completely orchestrated by Pelosi and the Democrats. Okay. And their plan, it didn't happen. It didn't work. But the plan was to move Kamala Harris to a building, which they did move her to. And that is the building where they also found a bomb that was planted and they were going to sacrifice her to make like to once and like to get Trump arrested and never, you know, make the Republican Party and all that look like shit and secure their stronghold on the White House for years and years and years to come. And it sounds so fucking crazy to say, but I could see it, Frank. I could see Nancy with her big titties just <laughs> scheming this whole thing, bro. I swear. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I, I have not have not heard that. Um, plausible? Not plausible? Uh, uh, we could only be so lucky. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a terrible <laughs> thing to say. I wish death upon nobody. Even and especially Except that the moronic woman. <laughs> uh, did you see that when, uh, when we were young fest happened over the weekend in Vegas? Did it really? This weekend? Dude, that's been my entire tiktok and instagram feed is like concert videos of people going there day to remember paramore the use my chemical romance silverstein sales like dance cabinet dance. like every band that we listened to probably in high school were all there bro and one of the days i guess got canceled because of high winds mm. um but the other everything else happened everyone else said the show was like amazing and, and well done like a lot of people thought it was a scam when it came out and they already announced next year's so but it sounded it just, fun. Yeah, it sounded fun. It looked super fun. The crowds were humongous. Uh, a lot of the bands sounded pretty good. I know Bright Eyes, I guess their singer is like a fucking alcoholic and he's going through it right now. So he was like almost too fucked up to perform. <laughs> and Taking Back Sunday's front man, he, he like can't sing their songs anymore, dude. Really? Like he, and he, he's honest about it. Yeah, it's just like he, he's like, I can't sing shit that I was singing in my early 20s anymore. I just can't hit it. And... Uh, so their, their set is is interesting. Like a, a lot of the songs are sung differently, or he goes for the note and like totally biffs it, and it just sounds terrible. So, but other than that, like my chem sounded good. The used is excellent. Um, Day to remember sounded good. Like every, a lot of everyone else I saw sounded really really good. It kind of got a little bit of FOMO, man. I would have loved to go to that show. 
Um, next year's lineup isn't quite as good as this year's was, but uh, they're starting to add some other bands like Under Oath just got announced. And oh wow, I'm, hopefully that keeps growing after they've seen the success of this year. But the the stud belt version of myself was was very happy that it happened. I was thinking about this the other day because um, I was listening to some of that music. You, you ever think it'll make a comeback? Like you ever think it'll be as big as it was? It already did though. It's just did it. It's it's in a new way. Yeah, it, I mean Juice World. Triple X extension, ah, you suppose. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Trippy Red, that's all because that's all that music just in the 2020s. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Hip hop is what's big now, you know. Um, but Glory I mean, days, in though. that form, in the, yeah, in that form, I don't know if we'll ever see the pure emo. Like, what was emo music? I, I don't know if we'll see that again because like the days of bands are done. Like labels, right? Are done. Like oh. you don't have a. A label that's gonna put all this money into a band unless it's like a fucking Imagine Dragon. Like yeah, there's like one yeah. in every five million bands that like are big and have labels and all this shit behind them, like the marketing machine. But like nowadays, it makes more sense for a band to go independent. But I think that makes it harder to start this huge, you know, the revolution or whatever you want to call it. What emo screamo was? Well, yeah, and and it's it's funny because like uh, it it was it was kind of juxtaposed with the beginning of social media too. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, MySpace. Yeah, right. So like, it, it was like the soundtrack to all of that. It was so big, dude. It was so mm-hmm. big, um, and it was like edgy and cool. I remember going to like, I don't know that my kid will ever go to the shows that I went to, like, and experience that kind of thing. Yeah. And, I, and I, and I, you know, that it is what it is. I just, I don't know, man. It was so, it was so cool. I was like so happy to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's then, weird to me that some of those bands have continued to be bands and tour right. since we listened to them in high school, like the Used have always stayed a band. I'm pretty sure Silverstein mm-hmm. for a good chunk of time have been a band. Dance Cam and Dance. Uh, there, there's like a long list that's like, Jesus, man, like these guys are in their like 40s now. Like it's just, just weird. It's just crazy. Like they, their whole life was was that. Like a a phase for so many people. It was like their life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was a phase, right? Because you see all these people now and like none of them look like they did. I, you know, like 90% of them oh, yeah. didn't look like they did. Don't even listen to the same music or do the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, lead singer of all American rejects was looking rough. Was he? <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if it was a Halloween costume, but all grayed out. You remember what that guy looked like at vaguely, all? Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah. Well, he, he, uh, he was looking rough. He was getting burned online, but I mean like Gerard way from my couple romance, he dressed up like a zombie. So I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's what this dude was doing. just like going as like, uh, Morty or whatever. Um, big deal out here is uh, Blink-182 making a comeback. <laughs> Fuck them, bro. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck Blink-182. Really? You They're don't like overhyped them? as fuck. They definitely are oh, now. I've always thought they were overhyped, bro. And to see them come back and then announce this concert and the fucking tickets for the nosebleeds are 150 plus. It's just like, fuck you guys, yeah, man. Like you guys... That's not giving a fuck about your fans at all. They used to go on tour and they charge thirty to forty dollars at most for a ticket, and that's because they, they, they make a point. Like Burt McCracken, the lead singer that used was uh, interviewed the other day, and he said that his favorite band of all time was Fugazi huh. because they never, never sold merch to make money, and they never, I think he said, charge more than five bucks for an album or for a concert ticket or something yeah. like that. And it's just that's how it should be. Like the music should be getting to the people. It shouldn't just be like a way to exploit the people that support you to make money i guess i, I don't wow, know when you're tom delong um, and you spend all your money finding aliens you're gonna have to make it up somehow you know what i mean 
Dude, I'm convinced that's the only reason that Blink-182 is back together as his original trio is because Tom DeLonge yeah. had money. He needed money, so he made good with his, his bandmates. I, yeah, look, I, the, the last couple albums they made was super whatever. They released a single. It's ass. It sucks. It's getting radio play out here. And it's it's so bad. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they had their moment. Don't get me wrong. There was a point where they were properly hyped. Um, that time has kind of passed. I, I, I still find it really hard to believe that they're as popular as they, as they, as they are today. Um, it kind of makes sense. San Diego, they're from San Diego and you got Travis Barker doing, you know, everything. Look, Travis Barker was wildly popular before he started, uh, fucking a Kardashian and he yeah, was on everybody's sure. record, dude. He was making music with everybody. Everybody wanted Travis Barker on, 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 on their beat. And, uh, yep. so they're, they're just massive. They're giant and yeah, good for them. Make your money. I don't I really respect care. them. I, I respect what they've done for like that scene. And especially Travis Parker. I respect him a great deal. Just as, as a person who's cross genres from punk to hip hop and mm -hmm. EDM, like he's, he's, he's a music, he's a musical person. I respect that, but I just don't, I don't like seeing fan bases get exploited like that. Um, it, it just seems it just seems wrong. Yeah, and they have they have like two shows in San Diego and one in, in Tijuana, and two tickets are outrageous. I think they're like like yeah. way above three hundred bucks. Yeah, I heard a floor seat was like well over twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, which is ridiculous to, to see anywhere see near. a bunch of That's geriatric punk rockers. Come on now, yeah, come on right, now. Dude. I don't need to, I don't need to see them butcher their hits. You know, mm -hmm. I, I like mm -hmm. the memory of them when they were young, and that's where yeah. I'll keep them. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, a couple things. Yeah. How, how are we on time? We got we got a couple more minutes. Um, what do you got for me? Brittany Griner just mm. uh, just had her appeal rejected, uh, which blows, dude. Um, nine years, and she's yeah. been uh, uh, moved to a penal colony. <laughs> that oh, really? I didn't awful. hear that. I don't know what that means. That sounds like a gulag to me. Um, she'll serve her prison sentence there. Court ruling stated that it would slightly reduce her original nine year prison sentence. Um, hmm. Her uh, attorney, Alexander Boykov, had told the court that, quote, no judge, hand on heart, would honestly say that Grinder's nine year sentence is in line with Russian criminal law. So it sounds like everything we assumed about this was true, that they're making a, a statement, political statement, uh, and yep. uh, telling the United States to go fuck themselves. The Biden-Harris administration has continued to engage with Russia through every available channel to make every effort to bring home Brittany. That's not true. As well as support and advocate for other Americans detained in Russia. Also not true. Including fellow wrongful detainee Paul Whelan. So they're not serious about it. They don't care. Because um, let's face it, dude. Brittany Griner is just not a valuable chess piece. And um, dude, wrong place, wrong time. And she got I'm caught up Just fucked it. up, man. I mean, yeah, she's just sucks dude it's not she even fucked that she up fucked where up she was. i mean i guess yeah like hold her responsible for not knowing the laws or whatever she got caught up in something that is so much bigger than herself this is just oh yeah the worst kind of luck man i mean this is mm -hmm. this is when you really need to have that really solid foundation within you because when life gets tragic like this you're gonna need to find a reason to go on and you know facing nine years in a gulag in russia dude i couldn't imagine a much worse fate than that for a young yeah. woman I, I, uh, the whole thing just <laughs> I saw a meme and it said Brittany Griner is about to come out of prison with the coldest jumper ever or some <laughs> shit like she's just gonna work on her game the whole time dude I'm like oh my god it's terrible <sighs> too soon uh. <laughs> hey man 
as far as uh, uh, women's basketball players go, I don't remember a more hyped basketball player than Brittany Griner. Yeah, Candace Parker, maybe. maybe. The only other one that maybe. I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Ah, man. <sighs> what can you do? I don't think she'll serve that term. They're going to find a way to get her home, but that sucks, man. I feel for her. That's terrible. Well, I, I have one question about that. At what cost? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a question for you. Mm. You are two months away from having to get tattooed. How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, I have it all planned out. <laughs> do you? <laughs> I've got a reminder hey, on my phone. Hey, for I've January had some hopeful 1st. moments here, brother. <laughs> you just showed me one of them on Instagram. Um, <laughs> oh, I just thought about that the other day. I'm like, oh shit, it's kind of coming up. I still don't think he's gonna. Uh, I still think he's gonna make it to his full term. Um. I agree. But yeah, what can you do? What can you do? No, you do have a plan. You, you don't want to reveal the plan yet, I'm sure. But no. You do have a it plan. It will be revealed in due time. <laughs> I am a man of my word, though. I'll make it pretty. <laughs> oh, and, and dude, congrats. I'm so sorry the Padres didn't make it all the way to the World Series. Yeah, but you, you guys went to the champ- league championship and you beat the fucking Dodgers. So that's a hell of a season for all the shit you went through with. Fernando and and you know just that kind of for a minute I didn't even know if you guys were going to make the playoffs at the end of the season yeah, to be yeah. like true as I was loosely paying attention so I mean it's still a great season and there's a lot of you know hope I feel like do you feel that way definitely a lot of hope and yeah no I definitely a lot of hope I think the cool thing about this year and, and why it, it it hurts so much more to lose now because we kind of it kind of felt destined you know you beat the Dodgers I'm never going to say that beating the Dodgers and and knocking them out of the playoffs is like better than winning a World Series because it's not. But in some respects, that means so much more than just making it to the NFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just means so much yeah. more. Uh, Because it kind of proves everyone's point. Like the Dodgers haven't won shit. They won a Mickey Mouse championship in 2020. Congratulations. Everyone had a chance to to play for it. They beat the shit out of the Padres that year and they won the championship. Excellent. Good for them. I'm glad they have it. But outside of that, they haven't won anything else. And it's awesome to see. Mm. And it's just so sweet that we knocked them out of the playoffs the way we did. Oh my. So yeah, dude, it was cool. We weren't supposed to be here. So it doesn't, it doesn't hurt as much that they lost. Although, I hope that there's not like this burden of expectation next year. That's like, well, you made it there. Now, now the next step is the world series. The next step has always been the world series. And so it's, it's gotta be that, you know, it, it can't just be, you can't rest on your laurels. It has to, it has to be that hungry attitude that, that kind of, you know, that, that scrappiness that, that, that you only yeah. get when you feel like you're, when you feel like you're kind of, you know, getting away and, and taking house money kind of thing. So uh, I just, I hope they keep that. You get Fernando back next year. Excellent. So we'll see. It, it, it blows. What I hope it is, it's like the 2015 Cubs. That's kind of what you guys remind me of this year, even though you guys had more pieces that were like yeah. more carefully put together for a championship yep. team and the Cubs are more kind of like, oh, wow, we actually have something here. But like, I hope that this was like, because I think this is when they lost. It was in the NLCS that year. And then the next year is when they went on to, to finally break the curse and win. So I'm, I'm pulling for you guys, man. The only thing that I think could really fuck that up is if Aaron Judge goes to the Dodgers. And then nah, who gives a shit? The, so Yankees got, the Yankees got embarrassed by the Astros. What does it mean that he hit 60 bombs in a year? I don't care. I don't care about Aaron Judge. Dude, he hits home runs. That's what he does. Fantastic. That's, yeah. Listen. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't, I'm saying you add him to the Dodgers with Mookie Betts and all these other fucking fine, people. Bring him, dude. It doesn't matter, dude. Like honestly, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. He can hit home runs. Yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I, 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 if they sign him, good. Sign him. I don't care. I think he stays in New York. To be honest with you, I'm way more uh, worried about um, why is 
the name blanking me. Pitcher for the Ooh. Mets. Not uh, Max Scherzer, but... Uh, Jacob deGrom? Yes. Thank you. I'm way more worried about him. Look at him. me finding baseball yeah, names. Holy shit. I'm way more worried about him going to the Giants. Because oh. the Giants, for some reason... Are the Giants they, a serious competitor? Dude, they weren't. But last year, they won 100-some-odd games, took the took the Dodgers wow. to the wire in the playoffs. Um, dude, they'll pop hmm. up everywhere. They pop up all the time, and they're, and they're competitive, dude. So they get a stud pitcher like that. I, 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 think, I think that really throws a wrench in the West. I'm not worried about the Dodgers, dude. I'm, I really am not. Because they haven't proven shit. They're better than us this year. They were way better than us this year, and it didn't mean anything. So, add Aaron Judge. I don't care. We need a starting pitcher. We need mm-hmm. a back-end starting pitcher. We probably need two of them, and probably a center fielder. Yeah. And that, you know, and then we got well, some... What did I hear? I thought I heard that when Fernando's back, you guys are going to keep... Uh, is he Korean, gentlemen? Uh, What's his, is he Korean? Yes. He's going to stay there, and then Fernando would go to the center field? No, it's probably going to be Machado third, Tati short, Kim second, oh. and Cronenworth uh, mm. first, okay. probably. Cronenworth okay. plays second That's now, played infield. second this year. Um, Kim played shortstop all this year. He's great. He's excellent. Love him. Defense is spectacular, and he's a fan favorite. Everyone loves Haas on Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we on time? Got time for one more thing. Okay. Do you think that your workplace is toxic, Al? <laughs> no. Okay. I <laughs> You're recording me. I'm going to record my <laughs> Um No, it's me and one other guy, So, and I work from my house, so no. Okay, well, great. The Surgeon General has made some estimations on how you can spot uh, a toxic workplace and protect your mental health and physical health. So here are the five, hmm. the five qualities that can predict whether, a, uh, whether people believe that their workplace is toxic or not. The culture is disrespectful, non-inclusive, unethical, cutthroat, or abusive. If you think your workplace is toxic, then you're usually right. Amy Sullivan, the director of engagement and well-being at the Cleveland Clinic Neurological, Neurological Institute. We know as people who work in that environment, if it feels, if it doesn't feel safe or mentally healthy, it's really a gut feeling. And I think that's true. You can sense it, right? It's in the air. You come to work mm-hmm. and you're just like pissed mm-hmm. off to be there and you don't want to see your boss and this, that, and the other. I've been a part of those. It sucks. And I think we have somebody who might want to share their experience looking for a new job, perhaps escaping a toxic workplace. Um, is that still in the works? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to actually bring him on. It's a, a alumni of, of my school. He, he wrote into us, wrote us a, a pretty nice little article that he kind of just put together with his thoughts and his struggle to sum it up, like kind of his struggle maintaining or building a career right mm. now and, and kind of hopping from place to place and, and just, a lot of uncertainty. So, uh, former St. Francis Knight, Austin Thomas, uh, hopefully will be joining us. I'm gonna try to set that up for next week. And, uh, if he can't make it, you know, maybe at the very least, I'll just, I'll read what he wrote into us here. Cause it's, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. And I, I feel for him. Yeah, man, absolutely. I, I would, I would love to speak on, I, I, I this week was, uh, had, had the distinct pleasure of, uh, being, um, I want to say awarded. That's not the right word. Being selected, I guess, as a mentor for a uh, MBA student at Point Loma Nazarene, where I graduated oh, with my MBA. Nice. Yeah, man. So I, I, there's a, a gentleman uh, by the name of Noah who I'll be I'll be mentoring, and um, 
you know, we talked at, at the, at the beginning and he, you know, he's telling me that he wants to do this job and that job, that job. And I'm really excited to dig into this and kind of feel it, feel what, what he wants, things that he wants to accomplish, you know, outside of just landing a job, right. Having a title, but what, what, you, what is it that you want to do? Look a little bigger, peel back the layers. Um, uh, and I, and I think that's an excellent discussion that, that more people need to have. So I, I'd really be interested in, in speaking with, uh, with your friend there and seeing, uh, seeing if there's others who share his, uh, his plight, because I'm sure there's, there's uh, thousands. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we'll make that happen. I'll, I'll holler at him here soon. Cool. Um, before we get out of here, hit up our merch, man. Merch sales been slow. We want to get our stuff out there to y'all get a shirt. The holidays are coming. Get a, a beanie for a loved one. Uh, we even have underwear with our logo on it and coffee mugs. So, uh, you can find those links that's in all of our socials, basically the link in our bio holler at us help us get the word out holler at others not us we already know what we're talking about here that's right we sit on a high perch here <laughs> <laughs> and as always you can find our stuff on the instagrams and all the socials we're always there uh, and like our friend austin did send us an email bummerdo.media at gmail.com right with anything you want to talk about if you got someone cool you want us to interview if you want to just come on and talk about the news with us or whatever or else, whatever like, we would love to have guests yes you guys our friends are the ones that make the show so please join us indeed with that i need to get uh, some pj 2k3 or call of duty in me yes indeed uh, i'm gonna go eat uh, some sushi and then i will see you out there <sighs> yummy 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 all right all right next time cool later